Welcome to Video Vices with Contemporary Research. Listen in monthly as we talk integration, innovation, and industry with leaders across AV. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Video Vices. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. Today on the show, we're diving into AV over IP security. And so looking at some of the issues there, this is a hot topic of conversation across the industry. So a lot to dive into. Luckily, we have two expert guests joining us here today. First, we have Mohammed Malice. He is from TAD Associates. Mohammed, thank you so much for joining us today. You're most welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. Pleasure. Pleasure to have you here on the podcast with us today, Mohammed. We're also pleased to be joined by Matt Boyer. He is from Vistacom. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Great to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get to know our guests a little bit better. Mohammed, just start off and tell us a little bit more about what you do at TAD Associates. I know you're a guy that wears a lot of hats and has a lot of responsibilities. And so tell us a little bit more about your background and your role at TAD Associates. Great. So I'm Mohamed Malis, also known as Malis, from uh, Work for TAD Associate, which is technology architecture design, a consultancy company, and I do manage all TAD projects in the EMEA region. Background, it's uh, a mix of computer science uh, degree, um, telecom engineering, and then masters in mobile communication and converged network. So I started an early stage getting diving into computer science and then it's like went to engineering and then I fell in love with an AV and I've been doing it for the past 18 years. Excellent stuff. Well, we are thrilled to have you and your expertise and knowledge on the show with us. Matt, same question. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your role at Vistacom. I know that you're the CTO. Tell us a little bit more about what that uh, entails and your background. Yes. Yeah, so I've, uh, I've been in the AV industry for over 30 years, uh, most of the time with Vistacom. And as the, the CTO, I look over the Technology solutions, uh, new directions where we can apply technology for our clients, more from a business standpoint as well as a technology standpoint, and provide guidance and, and input on a lot of uh, range of things that are going on through our systems. Excellent, excellent stuff. Well, guys, let's dive into our conversation today and dive into our, our main topic, and that is the security of AV over IP. And so, look, business, uh, a lot of times businesses, what they want to do is manage risk, right? That That's a huge part uh, of what they're looking to do. And so when it comes to a, a conversation like this and 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 where they're bringing AV from and, and into their, their facilities and that sort of thing, when you talk about AV over IP, they want to know, is this secure? So let's just cut right to the chase. Matt, from your perspective, is AV over IP secure? Absolutely. Yes, it can definitely be secured if it's done properly. Very interesting. So Mohammed, tell us a little bit about that from your perspective. It, it's, it's, it's a pretty simple question, but, it, but is AV over IP secure? It is a simple question, yet complicated. Um, to be honest, there's nothing secure. I mean, if you went into the details, whatever, there's security, there's a threat, there's hacker, there's people trying to break that security, hence the security exists. But mm -hmm. as technology, you know, progress, uh, new encryption, new authentication is getting more and more secure. So if it's done properly, it's definitely secure. So are there advantages then, Matt, from your perspective of utilizing IP rather than RF? Well, I think the, the, there's a lot of advantages for IP over RF, but they're not, not necessarily from a security standpoint. Um, RF does provide a very, very, I don't even know if you call it a high-level security because there's, there's not a whole much there to, to break into. Uh, it's kind of like a one-way protocol. But there's a lot of added benefits to using IP over AV. So... You know, again, is anything totally secure? No, but 
I, I wouldn't shy away from, I guess is what I'm trying to tell our clients is don't be afraid to look at IP-based solutions. We will work with you to make sure we do it the right way. And you do have to stay on top of it to make sure it's secured. And Mohammed, do you, do you feel the same way? You know, talk to me about advantages in using IP rather than RF or, or you know, how you feel about that particular question and topic. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of advantages using V over IP, but again, that depends on the projects and the design. It's it's different from case to case scenario. In some projects, the RF might be cheaper, might be a better option, or in other scenarios, is the IP because it's expandable. It's not kind of limited to ports. You can always add extra as long as you have the number of ports, the, the network designed properly for that expansion. It is asymmetric, so basically it's not fixed numbers 10 to 10 you just can add one or two and you can you basically strict to your to your ip addressing to your to your subnet mask it virtually is is infinity so mohammed you you said earlier that that av over ip can be secure so what measures should people take and and whose responsibility is it to secure that network tell us a little bit more about the security measures that should and can be taken to make sure that 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 connection is secure there are Different type, but to start any project, I think a clear conversation between the AV department and the IT department, it should be clear, keeping in consideration the manufacturers, what ports they require to be active, what security protocol is it an AES-128? I mean, the authenticity, the, the credential, credential to log in, there are multiple measures, but at early stage, a, a clear discussion between the consultant, the end user, the manufacturer to share, like especially the manufacturer to share their full details about what security measures, what encryption, what ports need to be um, open and access. And that all kind of digested by the ID department to come all together and create that secure and um, stable video over IP solution. And Matt, from your perspective, give us your thoughts on that. What, what are some of the security issues that integrators and users should be aware of when it comes to AV over IP? Well, I definitely uh, agree. It's when you're starting off a project, one of the biggest things is to have early buy-in with the IT, the information security groups, or the clients. Uh, you know, often you can start a project with maybe like an audio video team working out a solution, get them a proposal, they love it, everything's going great. And then as you start to deploy that and somebody raises their hand or, hey, what about InfoSec? What are we doing over here? Let's look at this. They can shut the whole project down just like that if you haven't kept them involved. So, you know, doing vendor security assessments is probably one of the biggest things that is overlooked early on in the stages. And that goes all the way back from, you know, whoever's installing, integrating it all the way back to the manufacturer. So. If you're going to have a partner, especially say with like a hospital, they're going to want to know as much about your company and how you handle security, as well as the manufacturer of the products. And it sounds like both of you seem to emphasize the idea of of proactive and early communication between everyone involved. Matt, would you say that that's a that's a priority and that's something that should be top of mind for everyone? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's probably again one of the biggest things that's overlooked early on. Mohammed, same same thing. Proactive and early communication. Exactly. Totally agree. Pre-communication. I mean, especially it gets really risky when you're introducing a video over IP solution to an existing network. You know, an open conversation and the config file should be known by the IT department. So because you're adding an extra bandwidth and it's an extra port, they might, the IT department might block it. 
you know, without knowing, and then you're adding that video over IP on top of an existing network. So an open communication with the manufacturer, with the integrator, with the with the design team, with the consultant and the end user to make sure a smooth introduction to that AV over IP on the IT network. I mean, after all, it's their network is the IT and the AV kind of an intruder in a way. But if it's done properly, if the IT department and the AV are good friends, trust me, it will be as smooth as always. I like that. They need to be good friends and, and work well together. That that makes a lot of sense. So to go along with that idea of early and open communication between all parties involved, are there any items that should be considered prior to starting an AV over IP project, Mohammed, that, that people need to be aware of? Just things that should be discussed early on in the process, uh, in the planning stages. Yes, uh, I think the design in general, budget is also important and bandwidth. Bandwidth is quite important. That's most of the time missed by the AV team saying, oh, we need a maximum bandwidth of this or a limited bandwidth. You always need to kind of clarify the maximum bandwidth that you require for that video over IP. And if it's suitable or not, you need to review the switches. Are they old enough? The Cat6, the cabling. It's so many, so many little things that might cause a big risk on a security or maybe even on the network bandwidth which need to be considered prior to that project. And again, an open communication with the manufacturer, especially when the manufacturer, they have full control of their PCB, on their boards, on the software that they run it. The last thing you need is an OEM product that the manufacturer have no control over a bug or a firmware update. Matt, same question to you. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on things that should be communicated about and, and discussed and thought about prior to starting an AV over IP project? Yeah, absolutely. That communication about the network, you know, whose network is it on? Is it on the client's network? Is it an isolated network? Who has access to that network? You know, one of the big factors, I think, again, that's overlooked along with bandwidth is multicast capability. You know, a lot of IP video over IP is using multicast, you know, packets. So typically most, you know, customers don't know how to deal with multicast. They don't really have a lot of multicast on their network. And if you're trying to go into an existing infrastructure, that's going to be one of the biggest probably, you know, problems you'll hit. You know, that's where an isolated networking can, you know, be beneficial. And I think that's one of the talking points, you know, early on. We want to put this all on our network. Okay, well, let's talk about that first. Do we want it to be on your network. What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages from a security standpoint, from a bandwidth, from multicast? So having those open discussions early on are, are, are critical. Mohammed, you agree with, with Matt's comments? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I can add a couple of things like when you have a static IP addressing in place for those extra AV over IP, in a way, it's more security. It will be have more secure. And then the switches, when you tag the port for that specific VLAN, you do add more security because the last thing you want is someone to tag into that port or switch it and have a decoder to get that signal. It will be kind of unsecure, but you, you overcome that by adding a static IP address for that box. So even if someone walked in with a similar device to, to plug it in, you won't you won't be able to breach that or get the feed. Excellent, excellent stuff from, from both of you. This has been a really fascinating and great conversation. And, you know, obviously the market has plenty of options when it comes to AV products on the market. But can you speak a little bit about contemporary research and their products when it comes to security in terms of both IP and RF? I know both of you have experience with contemporary research and their products. And so, Matt, uh, kick us off. Tell us a little bit more about the contemporary's products and, and the quality as it relates to security. 
Well, they again, they have a, a great range of solutions. So we can move into the RF solutions for the ultimate in security because there's really you know, very little there to, to be hacking into it. But even their IP-based solutions, um, you know, one of the like, number one rule when dealing with, with devices, you know, change the default password. So they, mm-hmm. you know, they now make sure their, their web interfaces have a password and each one is unique, you know, based off the uh, MAC address, you know, so at least they've, you know, taken a, a number of steps to secure it right out of the box, which is, is definitely beneficial. Absolutely. Mohammed, give us a little bit of insight into your experience with contemporary research products. Yeah, I mean, honestly, not much to add on Matt's exactly the same, you know, the ability even to log the devices, the, the panel of it, they do have that option that you can log the devices. So they won't allow anybody even to pass into your password, they won't have access to the front of the boxes. And also, as I mentioned before, they do have full control over it, like their chips, their software, the firmware, it's all done in house or made in the US. So if hypothetically something went wrong or there's a new update, a new bug that kind of they missed, you know, bugs always happen. They do have full control. You're not going to wait for that manufacturers like, hey, uh, just give me a week. I'll reach out for that OEM manufacturer that I bought. So that that's kind of gives security to the client to approach them and, and feel confident using their kit. Yeah, there's that peace of mind aspect that you really can't can't overstate how how valuable that is in projects like this. The supply chain is certainly a, a big, you know, buzzword right now. So having that, you know, you're not stuck with a, a an OEM chip that everybody else is using, you know, and kind of messing up your supply chain, or stuck with a lot of, uh, you know, third party open source software that's built into your product. So you get the, uh, mm. you know, Log4j issue, you know, that uh, everybody's dealing with, you know, so you have much tighter control over that. That's an excellent point. Yeah, supply chain has been something that has been a thorn in the side of, of many, many people over the last couple of years now. And, and so that's that's a great point to bring up, Matt. As, as we as we start to round out our conversation here today, I want to give each of you an opportunity just to give us your final thoughts, your conclusions, any final things you want listeners and viewers of the podcast to walk away with here today. Mohammed, let me kick it to you first. Uh, any final thoughts? What do you want listeners to, to carry away from this conversation here today? Trust AV over IP. It is secure when it's done properly. And honestly, as a personal request from experience, IT department and the AV, they are a team. They're still working for the same organization. Be good friends, work together, and all be happy. <laughs> yeah, maybe AV go buy, uh, you know, the, the IT department lunch and vice versa, and everyone will be, uh, will yeah. be very happy with it. It's just not to up. blame each other. This is your system. This is my system, which we see it all the time. It's the same technology. Yes, the AV are kind of stepping into the IT, but that's for the benefit of the organization and technology moving forward. So, yes. It's kind of like sports. You have to have good offense and good defense. They got to play well together. If you want to win. Matt, uh, give us any final thoughts you got here today. Well, I, I would definitely, you know, echo everything Mohammed said. I would, you know, having also, you know, having a good partnership with or bringing good partners, you know, good manufacturers, an integrator who's done a lot of this, a design professional who, who knows these things can help you navigate early on in those stages. Don't try and tackle it all on your own. As a, as a, as the client, you know, bring in the right people to help you through this. You have been through these security assessments and network design challenges. Great, great points from from both of you. Before I let both of you go here today, I'd love for you to just give a a little plug about each of your companies and how people can get in touch and learn more. So, Mohammed, tell us about Tad Associates and where people can get in touch if they wanna if they wanna reach out and, and learn more about you. 
Yeah, sure. So TAD Associate, our website is uh, technologyarchitecturedesign.com. Uh, we are an AV consultancy firm. We do have existence in the US, our headquarter, and we do have our offices here in London. You can reach out directly to me, which is my email is mohammed.malis at technologyarchitecturedesign.com. Very good. And Matt, tell us a little bit more about Vistacom. Yeah, so Vistacom, we've been uh, around since 1954. So we love, you know, helping our clients uh, improve their business goals and outcomes. And, you know, there's a lot of changes in technology. So we try and stay up with that and, you know, guide our clients. Uh, AVO or IP is a great example there. And you can just, you know, you can reach out to me and Boyer at vistacominc.com. Go to our website to find out more about us. That's uh, vistacominc.com. Very good stuff. And uh, obviously, of course, make sure to check out Contemporary Research as well. Mohammed and Matt, guys, thank you again so much for joining us here on the podcast, talking a little bit more about the security of AV over IP. It's been a pleasure having both of you on. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Video Vices, a podcast from Contemporary Research. It was a pleasure having you along with us. Make sure to stay up to date with the latest from Contemporary Research by going to the website, as well as by subscribing to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest in terms of conversations and thought leadership like what you heard here today. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts these days. Make sure to subscribe to Video Vices to stay up to date with the latest and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this this one from my guests today, Muhammad and Matt. I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you for joining us.